Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and we got one of the dopest up-and-coming artists out of L.A. in the studio today. We got Lambo Foe in the building. How you doing, man? Yeah, we in the building, man. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm excited. Happy to have you in here. I'm excited, too. (laughs) So, okay, you you know who's going to be mad at me about this interview? Or happy, I don't know. Who? Gooch. Gooch. Because Gooch been hitting me, telling me to interview you for a minute. Yeah. But I remember the last time he hit me up, I fucking searched your name, and I don't even think you had, like, you didn't have the self-esteem shit out. Yeah. No, like the, I, I, I think didn't. the audio was out. The video wasn't out. Yeah, the video wasn't out. I probably just I had a lot of the other songs out, but the only song that people probably knew me for was Project Buildings. Right. Yeah, but I didn't think uh, Project Buildings. This is kind of a totally yeah. different level in terms of popularity, right? Yeah, for sure. For right. Sure. Like it's changed my life. But so then I, now you're working with Eli. Eli mm-hmm. hits me up and puts it all together, and I'm like, oh shit! All right, this actually does seem like the right time, probably right now, because you got the. Chopper buzzing and everything, mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely. Gucci, really? Gucci is gonna be like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I'm already right. looking forward yeah, to he it. He told me, he told me that he had talked to you at I think No Cap show. Right, yeah. But yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, a lot of people was telling me for a while that it probably ain't time for you to do it. Let's let's wait. So. I'm I'm cool with that too. You know. Well, it was pretty impressive because I was just looking through my DMs and I seen that you sent me years ago. You sent me like a hundred videos of different chicks yeah. singing along to your. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause I was out, I was working, bro. I've been like, I've been promoting this song for a long time, bro. Cause I've been knowing like you gotta grow it. And then a lot of artists nowadays they post a song and then they be like, move on to the next thing. Mm. But I feel like artists back in the day, like Michael Jackson and Prince and all these type of people, Future and Lil Durk, Lil Baby, all them, like they take their time, like. They got masterpieces like the videos from the song. It's an experience, like mm. more than just oh, I'm just rapping. Yeah, I think you should make a million songs, like record as much as possible. Yeah. But then in terms of releasing it, I think you should be very careful with it because, like you know, what I think of as my man Desto Dub is like he didn't put out five million different shirt designs. He found one shirt design and then just did mad colors, freaked it, did little collabs, yeah. whatever. But at the end of the day, he didn't try to have 50 cool designs. He tried to have, like, one design and just hammer that home over exactly. and over and over. I think that's the way to do it when you're getting started. Exactly. And then, like, just like what you just said, like, I think from that perspective, and when I do think from that perspective, I think, like, okay, I ain't trying to come with a, a song. Like, I'm more so coming with a sound over time, and it's getting better, and I'm perfecting it to where now, okay, they know this is my sound. When you hear this, this Lambo, when you mm. hear this, you know my sound. So that's what I was mainly trying to do because I had, I was about to sign a deal with Project Buildings, and uh, 
I had every label, even I had Alamo. I had a lot of uh, 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 labels. That's a uh, label Greedo signed to. Alamo. Yeah, Alamo. And uh, I just waited because I'm like, okay, I, I I see people signing deals. I know I can sign a deal. That's cool. But if I ain't really known in my city, I don't really got a core fan base, then I ain't going to really be like more so I can say respected because mm. it's like, okay, they don't even really play him in the city, so why are we going to take him serious? So. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're an artist coming up out of a city, you kind of like your first videos and shit. Like I've seen artists come out in their first videos in some crazy million dollar looking studio or mansion or whatever, and I'm like, it made me realize, like, damn, when you're rolling an artist out, they kind of need to see you where you're from yeah. to start this out. Yeah, because you're taking away the experience, like you taking away the the experience of people seeing you become something that you wasn't before you becoming an inspiration in people once you come from the bottom and you make it out because now they feel like damn if he did that i could do that too that's why more so like i never came out with projecting that i had all the money and stuff like that and i was just the richest person or rapping about the rich stuff man i'm rapping about the stuff that i'm going on i'm like i'm rapping all in my music like not like i'm trying to kill people i'm promoting violence or you no know, game banging shit I'm singing and rapping about the reality of that's going on because I'm moving through this motherfucker, trying to survive and actually make it at the same time. But so tell me a little bit about your upbringing because you're from Watts, but like yeah. specifically what kind of area, how, okay, how'd you so, come up? So, okay, I was born in Linwood, California at, uh, at St. Francis Hospital. And I grew up on 103rd. I actually lived on 103rd, right across, right? My backyard was the train tracks. Like, I lived on 100 Dirt in a new home uh, apartments in the Blue Gates. They call them Blue Gates. And my window and stuff, I could see the uh, train tracks. I could see the Watch Towers a little bit, but just the tip of them. And I'll be in, uh, right there in the Blue Gates, and I'll go to the Peach Gates, and then I will go to 102nd. So sometimes, like, after school, instead of me staying at the after-school program, my mom think I'm at the after-school program. I go into projects and I'll be playing football and stuff and all that. And so my dad and my mom, they from the Jordan Down Projects too. And my granny and all my grandpa my grandpas, everybody, like all my family from right there. And so like I went to school over there with everybody and uh like I my dad lived over there, but my mom moved. She moved to Marino Valley because she was like uh it was a lot of people dying, and I was seeing a lot of people dying and stuff like that. When and you were at a real young age. Really young age, mm. and then uh, I would get suspended and stuff for like that, for bringing, like, toy guns and stuff to school and stuff like that. So she seen, like, I was basically becoming what my environment outside was. And I had to tell my mom to where, like, okay, she not taking me outside to play. She, like, go outside to play. Mm. I'm way somewhere else, and I'm, like, eight years old. Like, you know, because my mind already know that. She know that my mind prepared to where if I see somebody or somebody trying to take me or something, I ain't going to let nobody take me. And she know that I'll be around people that where I ain't just thinking, like, just dumb to where something could happen to me like that. So uh, I'll be doing that. And so my mom moved to Marino Valley to the IE. And, like, uh, I would stay out there with my grandma on the west side on 62nd in Vermont. And... Uh, I would go to school over there on on Butlong, and I went to uh, uh, Butlong Elementary, and um, 
Mama, I was just going to school out there with my grandma for two years because I didn't want to go to Moreno Valley. And uh, my mama didn't want to leave me in Watts with my daddy because he still lived on, at this time, he was living on Wilmington, 119th in the Mona Parks. And uh, so he, she didn't want me to go over there. So she, stayed, when she, took, she sent me with my granny. I was going to church and stuff like that. And uh, so, like, that's why I kind of got, like, a sense, like, to where I could focus on things and stuff like that. But um, after I lived with my granny for a little bit, she sent me back to Moreno Valley because my mom, my granny, like, can't just leave him out here, just steal your son, like. And so I went to Moreno Valley, and the how I was out here in L.A., like, I'd do bad shit, and they wouldn't send me home. Mm. But when I went to Moreno Valley, it was a different ball game. Like, uh, I went out there... Uh, it was just different, and the teacher did something to me, and I pushed the teacher over the desk, <laughs> and I got expelled from the uh, Marino Valley School District. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't have got expelled for that in L.A.? No, I wouldn't have got expelled for that mm. in L.A. They probably would have grabbed me, and uh, I would have probably stood in the corner or sat in the office all day. Yeah. But I for sure got my ass whooped when I go out, got home, so I would have been prolonging it. And sometimes I even, I was so smart, bro, I'd get on the train, because I know my dad's house is only down the street. It's one stop. I get on a train, bro, sneak on a train, and they ain't t- looking at me like, oh, where your train pass? Like, where your ticket? And I get off, and I ride my scooter all the way down to my dad's house because I'm avoiding ass whooping. And one time, my mom actually came to my dad's house and got me. So it was just a whole bunch of, like, I was I was doing bad shit, and I got expelled from Marino Valley School District. And so my mom was about to take, they took me to juvenile hall, and then they was about to take me, they said I could go to juvenile hall or I could go to a probation school that was right across the street from the juvenile hall. But when we was going to, when I got with my mama, uh, we got to the school and like she was like, uh, you wanna go here? And I just told her like, if you send me here, I'm gonna be worse. Like, cause I know, like I ain't, I ain't finna go for that. Like too much stuff, like, so, uh, she sent me back out here in L.A., and uh, I went back with my granny for a little bit, but I live with my dad sometimes. My dad moved closer back to Watts and Watts, like, because uh, that was, like, kind of like Wilmington kind of going into Compton where he lived at first, but then he lived in uh, Wilmington Orange where Roddy Rich and him from, too, so I learned a lot of people from over there, too. And then he moved to 107th where the watch towers is and i live right there with them all right guys i just needed to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by sword vitality i need you to know that self-care is cool and that self-care is manly you should be proud to take care of yourself 40 percent of men are affected by impotence at age 40 and nearly 70 percent of men are affected at age 70 You need to stop buying highly suspect pills in gas stations. No more hiding that little blue pill in your sock drawer. Sword Vitality will increase your blood flow in ways that will have you thriving as a man. If you aren't experiencing erections in the morning, it might be time for you to become a Sword Vitality man. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. It should be as normal as having a conversation with your spouse and saying, I like to go hiking, I like to play football, and I use Sword Vitality. The three main benefits. Number one, you increase blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom. Number two, sword vitality can help increase your stamina. And number three, 
You don't have to hide it. You can be proud of it. Visit Sword Vitality and enter in No Jumper, one word, at checkout to receive a nice discount on your first order. That's swordvitality.com and enter in No Jumper on your first order. But when you're talking about getting in trouble at that age, you're kind of talking about, you know, pushing your teacher or like bringing a toy gun to school or whatever. Like, were you just kind of fucking around or did it seem like, like, did it seem like shit was really that serious outside for you at that point in your life? Like, were you really exposed to like, how bad the streets could get super early on yeah yeah because i was already like i'd be on the block with people that's twice my age and, mm. you know sometimes like to this day if i if i was to decide to go back to watch and hang out i'm hanging out with people that hung out with my daddy and my mom and them so it's like i'm still it's, it's still gonna be that uh and when i was uh a kid bro that's the reason why I was doing shit the way reason I was doing because I felt like I was a gangster at a, at a young age and my mind was so fast like I remember a lot of people my mama friends and my aunties and shit oh he too grown he too grown mm. he too grown bro. you were just around so many people that were on the gangster shit that like you figured yeah I basically I'm I'm part of this yeah. but did that kind of fuck you up in the head because the reality of that is a lot of fucking responsibility yeah because it, it it made me it made me it made me it made me not want to listen to people mm. it made me not want to listen to people because i felt like i knew it all you know and uh so when i i came back out here with my dad uh my cousin and them that i was hanging out with they start going to jail and shit like and they was going to jail for shit they wasn't doing <clears> and shit and i was around them and shit and uh i remember one time uh I mean, the last time I, I was at my dad's house, uh, my stepmom, he lived with my stepmom, and uh, I left, and I went to Summer Nightlights in the projects. She couldn't find me, like, she like, I don't know where you at, and uh, I popped up, my auntie dropped me back off, popped up, she like, I'm sending your ass back with your mama. I went back home, now, I, I ain't never come back to watch until I got, like, 16, when my dad died, and, uh, I was out there in the IE, and that's how I know like a lot of rappers and shit like that out there, cause I was able to ha see both sides of life, you know. So you seen like the inner city, and then what it's kind of like to be off in the, yeah, the burbs a little bit more. Yeah, I seen what it's like. Oh, okay, now I could walk down the street, cause when I was in Watts, I could walk down the street, but I didn't really fully understand why things that I was hanging out with that was older than me couldn't walk down the street the same way as me. But so even though you're from where you're from and you're associated with these people it wasn't serious enough that you're feeling like you're a target if you're just walking around yeah i okay. never felt like that because in my mind i used to always tell my dad oh, i ain't never gonna be a game banger i ain't never gonna be there did he want that for you no he didn't want he told me always like no be different from me be different from me. i remember at one time like this is how i know like uh they didn't really want my life to be uh how it was going because i remember one time i was living with my dad and it'd be crackheads coming to the door buying crack and they would call him chocolate and shit like that. And man, it got to the point where like uh, I got to really seeing that, and I really like. <laughs> so my mama snatched me back up. She made me stay out there. So I went back out there and tried to do it again. Got expelled, but this time I got expelled because I actually was I was actually doing shit because people I was coming from LA and it was gangs out in Moreno Valley, and I didn't know and. They, over the time, I became friends with everybody. But it was young kids my age out there doing the same shit. So I ain't gonna lie, I got expelled because I had a, like a metal BB gun. And 
uh, I shot some kids in their face in a, in a, in the school and like in the face. What it was just a little argument that turned into that. Yeah, like I ain't gonna lie, I left. I left. What kind of range? Like, like right here from where you. Were. <laughs> like I was bad. Like it was Damn, the time, dude. The time of my life to. You could have blinded them. Yeah, I know. It was the time. It was the time of my life where I was like, man, I don't know when I'm gonna start doing good stuff. Like I felt like I had bad luck at one time. Like this how. Cause I was going through so much shit and I didn't even really understand. And when I did that, I remember uh, I left school, went back up there, and cause they was I was it was some dude with okay somebody was laughing at me about something because a lot of times like I was raising myself cause my mama had to go to work and stuff like that. So sometimes like uh, during the week of school, like I had certain outfits. But then I wash them, and some of them outfits be a part of my next week, like you know, and I, I, I like so I like I deal with that because now I'm in a valley around these different type of people, and now I ain't even used to this. Like I'm used to being around people that just like me, like that don't care about certain things and stuff like that. So when I went out there, I'm like, okay, fuck, uh, that happened, and I left. And then I had my Mexican friend, his name was Juan. <laughs> he the one that had the BB guns. So I'm like, man, I'm telling him, because I, I, at that time, I was, my reality, when I'm leaving from Watts, I was really like like that. Like, I was li- listening to Lil Boosie and <laughs> shit like that. That was what, because I was my raw reality, and then my big cousins, my dad, and I'm still going around that, so I'm coming back to Reno Valley feeling like I'm, you know, and uh, I did that, and, like, that's the first time I, like, I really had experience with the police, like, to where, like, I got scared. And uh, I remember after I did it, I went back home, and I was about to cook a Thai ramen. And I went upstairs and looked at my mama, like, I'm like, Mama, what you doing? And I went back downstairs because I tried to throw her off, like, because I'm like, oh, I know I just did some bad shit. I wonder if she found out. And, uh, man... A couple of minutes later, I think my mama's boyfriend and his friends was in the garage. They was smoking, so the whole garage was foggy as shit. Like, mm-hmm. they was smoking bong and all that. <laughs> so, uh, police pull up. They like, oh, shit. He run in the house, like, tell my mama, oh, you see all these police outside, all that? And I'm like, fuck. I'm about to get my ass whooped. I went outside. I seen my principal and shit, Mr. Walker. I'm like, god damn, like. That was fast. The police got me. They was acting like I really, like, had a real gun. I shot somebody, like, for real. Like, they like, put your hands behind your back and handcuff me. My mom was looking at me. I started crying. And then he walked me to the backyard. And I'm like, he like, so so where you put them at? I'm like, they under here. <laughs> they under the bushes. So he like, get them. And he handcuffed me. I crawled in there. I got him. I gave it to him. My mom's just looking at me like, no, I'm about to get fucked up. So I got in the house. She fucked me up. And then uh, I'm like, damn. So I got expelled. Then I'm going to middle school. So I go to an actual probation school. It's called Bayside in Reno Valley. And uh, so now I'm ready with all the gangbangers and shit. So now I got to really fight people bigger than me and shit. So now I'm in a different position. Now she telling me if somebody play with you, like, you, I don't care. Like. Cause she know I'm a fight, but she just giving me the okay to let me know, like, cause she know, like, I might think, like, okay, I might not want to fight him, cause I'm like, get my ass whooped if I go home. Mm. So she let me know, like, don't think I'm thinking like that, cause, right? Cause you in a whole different 
situation now. So uh, I did that. I got in a couple fights, but I managed to make it out of that. And and, and then when I got out of that, I, I lived in Reno Valley until 11th, 12th grade. And I was going to school, and I go back to Watts during the summer, come back. And I wasn't getting in trouble at school, and I actually was able to graduate. Mm-hmm. But then, when, but like around, like, I graduated early, see? I was, I was all that time I was going to the, the, the charter schools and shit. All my credits was picking up faster than all the regular schools would. So when I went back to the regular school, I was done before everybody was done. I was done my 11th grade year, mm. but I was like, okay, I'm going to still go to school because I, I got my girlfriend. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to school with her because she was going to the gym. I'm like, go to school with her. My mom was tripping because I was already done. She let me go. And I did that. And uh, after that, I just start coming back to LA like surely but slowly like you know When you're away from LA does it feel like slow and boring in comparison cuz LA's just always got some shit going on Yeah it I I feel like the only thing I like cuz most people like when they talk about the IE they try to downplay it like it's something different than LA but bro it's the same thing like bro but it is smaller now mm. like now okay now the only thing about IE they it's not as fast as LA to where like if you is is a lot of violence going on to where you can't walk down the street and shit. Mm. So I could walk down the street in the IE and I could go to the store and shit like that and do certain shit. But uh now now when I go to the IE I still I move watch how I move them because I know what's really going on out there. Mm. But look people from LA they don't know. It's it's like it's parts in IE to where it's not it ain't like you don't just go right there. Like if you don't know nobody, like for real, that's where it's five. Right, because I was gonna say I saw another interview where you were talking about how you know them from yeah. before. Yeah, I knew them. Like, we're supposed to be interviewing them. Yeah, soon. like and they, they, they. See, I ain't gonna, I ain't the type of dude to where front like I was just friends with somebody and we just hung out every day. Yeah, but I knew of them, you right? Know? And so like, uh, I knew my music was popping out there, and then I knew they would start doing music and shit out there and. I would see certain artists and shit like that out there, and I would run across them because we hang with the same people. We know that we group, we went to school with the same people, like so we all like intertwined. Like I like I know people that hang with S Five that they knew me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know I know people with S Five that was that's with R Three, so where like Jeff he managed both of them. But I remember being at parties with Jeff and. All them like when they had they wave going when it was they was in high school you know and I was in middle school I was young but it's like all intertwined but like it's like I said they from two different sides right Reno Valley but these is two people like you feel me but a lot of people don't know that unless people say it so yeah they I I will know all these rappers and stuff out there I'll be cool but I'll be on some football shit out there and then. Uh, I started, you were playing football all through high school. Yeah, I was playing football. So I was like, by the I went to college for football, but I ain't I ain't went I ain't want to uh, stay out there because my mama couldn't really help me while I was out there. So I I left. I got I ain't I ain't go. What? Just money was tight. Yeah. Mm. And then like my dad had died, so it was like. How'd your dad pass? My dad passed because like my dad was a, like a drug dealer and he shit, but it's like over time he a party and shit. So it was just like. All the wear and tear over time, and he was doing that shit for a long time, way before I was even born with mm. my big sister and shit like that. And they was really in the projects. They was doing different shit. Like they was over there. Minute society is based up about them. Really? For real. Like 
that's what they was really doing. They was jacking cars. They was getting high off Sherm mm. and robbing niggas, and they was selling drugs. I remember I heard stories about my daddy getting them to where, like, they used to be on the roof. They used to have walkie-talkies and shit like that, bro. And then it was a point to where, like, my dad was uh, dealing drugs uh, when I was a baby, and he went to Portland, and uh, they got caught with a lot of drugs out there, and uh, they told him uh, they let him go. He can't never come back to Portland or some shit like that. So he missed my whole when I was born. Like, he wasn't even there. I didn't have a name for a couple of days. Like, and when he came back, that's when he seen me. And then uh, that's how I guess when he stopped, like, really doing what he's doing. But he really never stopped really doing what he's doing. Right. Like he but So how did he actually pass, though? He passed from, because, uh, like, uh, he went to prison. Uh, he went to prison for three years. And uh, he had got some shit done to him in prison. In his chest, and I guess like uh, uh, over time, from what they did, his artery like it started deteriorating and it ripped because he used to be like outside and he used to pop pills and shit a lot. And uh, I guess uh, one day like uh, he had called me like he was trying to call me and uh, I didn't answer. I I don't know. It was kind of fucked up because like a lot of times like my dad talked to me, but like. Uh, some shit that I see now, like, he'll say to me, like, I wouldn't really want to listen to him then. I kind of get mad at him because how he treat me, like, he always treat me like, like, he made me feel like, that's why I'm a rapper now because that's he, what he instilled in me, what he taught me and stuff. Like, but I ain't really could understand it from how he was saying it to me and I kind of got mad at him and I ain't talked to him that day and somebody else messaged me on Facebook uh, and uh, they told me, like, your dad in hospital, you might not make it. And, like, uh, so I went down there, and uh, uh, my mom was like, uh, uh, my mom was like, uh, it's gonna be all right. And it was like, I don't really talk about it a lot, but uh, yeah, my mom was like, uh, it's gonna be all right. He all right, but like, I'm like, man, oh, like, I'm like, damn, it's like, my, I know, I know people that died. I'd seen my cousin die, my cousin daddy died in the projects. He got shot. And you were just there. I wanted his homies. I was with my dad. My dad walked over there, and and but I was in the car, bro, where I was at. I could see, and uh, man, he got killed. I remember telling my 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 cousin that going back home, man. We had church. I told my cousin like, and somebody killed your daddy. And his daddy just had got out of prison too, and it was his daddy named Big BK, mm -hmm. and it was like, man, that shit fucked me up. And then it was like. Damn, like, I remember going to the funeral when I was a kid and shit, and I'm looking at my cousin, like, I can't, I don't really know how you feel. Like, I wonder really how you feel because his daddy died. And, man, I'm like, damn, now my, man, my daddy about to die. Saying in my head, I got there, and uh, uh, I got a voicemail on my, on my phone. Like, he let me a voicemail. Like, he just told me, like, whatever I do, like, just run it up. That's all he told me. Like, just do you, don't be like me, run it up. And I got to the hospital and I seen him and he was dead. So I was like, that shit, was, that shit fucked me up inside. Like, that's why I be like, I don't, I don't open up to a lot of people. Like, I'm secretive. I only fuck with my folks. Like, I don't fuck with a lot of people because I know, like, life ain't fair. Like, and I know. And that, after that shit happened to me, that shit changed my life because. It made me to where now I gotta take care of myself. So in high school and shit, I would sell weed and shit like, and I I hide it down by the football field. And then after lunch, 
like when people changing uh, periods, the P doors would be open to the locker rooms and shit. And I go up in there and I, I sell my little weed and shit just to be able to buy Jordans and shit. Like, cause I know that I'm in high school and shit. And like, I was popular. So I had to always like make sure like I, I'm that like, and I, I do shit like that. And then like, I remember my mama have a boyfriend and shit. And my mom, I didn't really get along with my mom's boyfriend and shit. So I used to rob him and take his shit and do like little shit. Like, rob him? Like to his face? No, nah, not. No, nah, you just take his shit. Rob him, like, but he'd have like little pounds of weed and right, shit right. like that. But I'd be dipping in that shit. I'm picturing you like it. putting the burner to his face. I'm like, damn, no, that'd like, be tough for your mom's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and I do like that shit. And just because I know, like, man, I, I'm on my own now. Like, my mama do little shit for me. But the way she would try to do it, it'd be not how I want it. Like, my mama right. tried to take me to certain stores, and it'd be like, I can't wear that. My mama give me some money, and she thinking this is satisfying my mind. Like, she'd give me, like, $200, be like, this for your school clothes. And I'd be like, I can't do shit with this. Like, but i never tell my mama that because I never want to hurt her feelings. So i just do that and go other ways and. I figured it out and it, it kept me popular to the point where right now I got like this. But I remember, uh, yeah, my when when I I seen my dad though, that shit changed my life though. Cause man, it just let me know like man, everything when I, I at his funeral, cause his funeral was right across the street from the projects. Mm. And I remember being here that day, and the pastor told me like, one day I'ma understand why this had to happen, and like I I understand why it had to happen because. I think if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be this right now. Mm. Like, I'd be somewhere playing football or some shit. But, okay, did seeing your dad pass, did it make you really think about, like, how a lot of his life choices in terms of the drugs and just living wild, that, that kind of, like, played into it? Because to me, that's kind of, like, the main thing I would be thinking about is just, like, damn, I, I don't want to make the same mistakes he did. Yeah, I, I kind of I did, but, bro, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. For a long time, I was mad at the world, bro. Like, I'd be mad at my mama. Like, I, I, man, bro, I'd be mad at everybody. Like, I'd be depressed. Yeah. All the time, just mad, bro. So I think over the time, once I did leave high school and I start actually doing music and shit with my cousins and shit <clears> like that, and I start come back out here and watch, it was like, okay. At some point in time, I start to really think, like, all right, I'm my daddy again, like, Cause I'm out here, I'm doing the same shit he doing. Mm. But in a sense, like I'm over here doing this because I know I could come over here because I'm trying to tell my story, my real story by myself. So I, I never had a problem with going over there because all my family from there, we all they always over there. So I'm I ain't never got it. I ain't never had to worry about nothing happening or shit like that. But it, over like time, I I come back and I slowly, surely. Okay, my music this now. Okay. Well, so when they said to you that your dad had to die for what was going to happen afterwards, you took that as that you you were going to change so much as a person and that the music was going to become part of it. Like did the music just like crystallize in your mind as as your father passed? Yeah, because like I remember when my daddy used to be alive, he wanted me to play football and shit. But my mom wanted me to dance and, and do little shit like that and be in talent shows and shit. My grandma and them wanted me to be in talent shows and shit. So I be in talent shows and shit with my grandma and shit at her church. And, uh, but my daddy wasn't really for that. Like, he wanted me to be something else. Like, he wanted me to be... Cause he, okay, 
So at some point, I had to realize my dad was trying to live through me. So I'm like, oh, okay. My daddy's like, he ain't never made it to the NFL, but he really wanted to go to the NFL. Right. So at first, I didn't like football when I played for the Watch Rams, but then when I got to, okay, left, and I had to go play football in Reno Valley now, okay, I really like it now. I changed, I started getting really good. But then it was like, okay, now I'm like, I got to change my mindset because, like, I, I knew this when I got out of high school and I didn't really want to do football no more. I was like music. So I started really, okay, I'm about to start back rapping. Because I was rapping and probably when Dex and them kind of came out and shit, I was rapping like them and shit. But You were I, influenced by famous Dex? Like, at a, at, the, at a certain time, like, oh, that, well. that wave, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, that drip from my walk. Oh like, yeah. That made me want to like, okay, I could be a rapper now. I remember we. Part we, of me wants to pop a perk and listen to that song uh, all day. <laughs> a, a small part of me, but there's a little part of me. So I remember like I paid. We paid for a video with Locker Films and shit like that, and we was. Shout we out Locker. We was working and shit, and I remember we was there, and I told Locker call Dex on the phone. We gonna pay for the feature, and we went to Dex's house. He had a little apartment and shit. We was in the studio with him and all that. Like I was acting like, "What you be doing out here?" He like, "I don't be doing nothing. I'm a, a rapper. We don't do nothing. <laughs> I can't go nowhere." Like so, he, then after that, I'm like, "Okay." I was rapping with my boy, but then I had <coughs> we our we had a little group, but we we went our separate ways, and so I I I kept rapping and I I I kept applying pressure. I'm like, okay. I kept trying to like I knew that from moving with my folks them I knew that okay it ain't really about it's about who you get up with like if you can get with them and get in to work in your favor you can get somewhere like so I always push that mindset like okay I'm gonna build myself up by the people I come in contact with and 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 I'm gonna help it make me stronger like and over time, it did that, and I built good relationships with people, and uh, that's when uh, I, I came back to the projects and shit. I, uh, more so, not saying I came back to the projects because I didn't I didn't come to the projects and need anyone in the projects to do what I'm doing, but so more so like that's when I started dealing with Gooch. Gooch wasn't in out of even jail, right? So it was in the projects. It was me and Gooch's communicating we doing shit we busting little plays and shit like that and let's and, be real in la if you're affiliated with somebody like gooch or if you're you know from somewhere like where you're from or whatever that goes a long way yeah, that that's like in way. the first conversation about a person like oh he fucks with so-and-so yeah. you know and because a lot of people say a lot of a lot of shit about uh certain people but like yeah you gotta you gotta just know like and uh like but as i keep going like uh okay so at a certain point gooch helped me in my career so i was like okay i kept it solid with him and uh and uh i just kept pushing and now i'm to the point where now gooch ain't a part of my team no more and i ain't really doing shit with gooch but he still look out for me and talking my favorite because he know that i ain't gonna be in no rooms talking down on him you know okay. so a lot of people respect me and they that shit be going a long way so a lot of older people they don't got no problem with doing nothing for me because how I carry myself, you know. But what year are we talking that you first started really doing your thing musically? Because when I hear that project buildings, it kind of reminds me like, oh, he must have definitely been influenced by Greedo at the time. Yeah, 2019. Like, I'm not gonna lie, when I first came out with Project Buildings, uh, I was like, drama game, mm. drama game. Because in an ideal mindset, I'm like, okay, I'm from Watts, and I ain't one of these people that's 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 like, uh, I'm not. It's not like sitting in the projects just dwelling on certain shit and that i'm supposed to and uh 
So when I, I, I was like, okay, Greedo in jail, I'm going to keep it rolling instead of looking like, okay, he got his own separate shit. But why he ain't really fucking with him, like, and acknowledging. So that's why I did that part. Like, I never really talked to Greedo because when I was being watched and shit like that, I used to see him at little birthday parties and uh, shit like that and see him. But it was like, at the time, like, I'm not really thinking like, oh, okay, I'm finna make it in music right now. So mm. when it really happened for him, it was like, oh, okay, damn, he made it happen. But it was he was older than me, so it's like, okay, I understand why this happened. And then certain shit, I, I, I wouldn't do like, you know. So I, I would be like, because when Greedo came in, everybody was like, oh, like for a long time, it felt like people from over there were kind of blacklisted or blackballed from the yeah. industry to a certain extent. Yeah, because there's all kinds of history about that. Yeah, because it's like um, a lot of times people don't want to let people into their space because they fear <clears throat> of what what may occur. Right. Like if I do let my guard down with you, and uh, for the most part, some people ain't. Some people are smart, like about not letting people in, because as a successful person, as you move up, you gotta protect your brand. You can't just be putting <coughs> yourself in positions to where shit can happen to you. Like, and people gotta understand that's what comes with the responsibility. Like, and uh, like, uh, yeah, it was like that because I remember. Uh, I think they used to fuck up Summer Jam and shit one year and uh, all that type of shit. But yeah, like that was that was that was a different time very period. different time. Yeah. That was time period when okay the project is way different, bro. If the project was like that right now, bro, it's probably still be that same. Uh, they'd be saying the same shit, bro, because mm. it was it was way more serious, you know. And it was like over time period, things get better and things grow. Like that's a good part about it. But for the most part, it was black ball. And then Greedo came in, and then uh, for for the most part, Greedo didn't even really get uh, all the time to really become what he was supposed to become at the time. It was so. still definitely the beginning of his career. Like the night before he went in, he was in the studio all night with Lil Uzi and Smoke Perp and Lil Pump and yeah. all these people. Like he was having some of the biggest names fuck with him at yeah. that time. Yeah. Remember Drake posted him like a few months before he went I in? I remember Kylie Jenner and him posted him and I was like, damn, yeah. he going up. And it was like, he was going through a lot of shit over there too. Like, mm. and he was going through, he was like, you gotta know. Greedo didn't, like, a lot of people that be making it, they don't have all the necessary tools to make it. Unfortunately, he did meet some people that he could bring understanding to his shit and get like this, bro. But for the most part, like, uh, yeah, I did I did that with Greedo. Uh, uh, he shared my video, Project Buildings, and, like, uh, I was thankful for that. But, like, after that, like, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't fuck with me no more because... Uh, uh, I guess he was mad at Gooch or some shit like that, and he it was like he was like basically like he ain't fucking with nobody that's fucking with Gooch, but it was like for the most part, I when I fuck start fucking with Gooch, I didn't know that Greedo and Gooch was mad at each other at the time, and it was like um, so it kind of like fucked up an early relationship with me and Greedo. But I talked to him one time in a pri on in on the phone when he was in prison. He was like. Man, bro, I ain't hating on you. Like, I ain't tripping off you or nothing like that. But yeah, I understand that though, because for the most sake, it's like, uh, you can't 
you you can't like if 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 you ain't messing with somebody and I'm messing with them, of course you ain't gonna you ain't mess with me because I'm messing with them. So I understand that, but I try not to really get into people's stuff like that. Like and when that happened, like I kind of fell back from both of them, like because I'm like, uh, I ain't gonna be the uh, I ain't gonna be the the the, the person that unite uh y'all should be mad at each other more that's awkward being in the middle of it yeah because it's like uh and you're just trying to focus on your career and shit i'm just trying to make music bro and it's like i don't even be thinking that hard about the shit like and so like when i talk to greeter like that um he ain't never messed with me after that like uh and it's cool because i still post his music on my story and all like because he never did nothing to me so i ain't never felt the need to like down put him or uplift him either or like you know because i'm like okay like i'm just not i'm just stay out of it you know because mm. when he get out of jail and he see where i'm at he gonna realize that i ain't i ain't on that no more like you know right i'm trying to change my life like bro that's why i don't put game shit in my music and stuff like that i don't i never diss no hoods like i don't do that type of stuff because bro i'm not trying to be something that i know that i really don't want to live every day mm. a lot of these people be talking about being something that they really not but a lot of these people that be this shit don't even be want to be this shit every day like and for the most part i ain't out here acting like i killed people or like none of that shit i always got money like i always wanted to get some money because i seen my daddy and them getting money mm. i ain't seen my daddy and them just killing nobody especially when i came i mean they, if you have talent like the kind of talent you have you definitely don't need to rely on that kind of gimmick type shit because i mean that that's an easy way to get a million views and get attention and just yeah. be like this a bunch of enemies or whatever but at the end of the day when you look at most of the people who are successful out of la they didn't use that as a way to get up no bro no. because then it's like when you portray shit that you're not, bro, you got to constantly fake it. You got to mm. make sure you up holding this fake shit that you're doing. So it, it say a lot about your character and about your integrity. So it's like people could see that. Like other people, like you, you think people, I'm not the first person that came from these places and think like how I think and stuff like that. It's people that never been in these places that think like how I think. And people don't really n understand that. But I know that because I grew up in two different environments. Like, but that's why I never like really like, really like try to fall into that like stigma of just, okay, I'm just this gangsta ass motherfucker. Because mm -hmm. I like to dance and shit. I like to sing. I be singing and shit. Like, girls play my music like bro i told myself bro if you really want to be honest like it got to a point to where like i knew that project buildings wasn't really helping me bro it was like okay i'm something right here to them but i'm not really trying to shit on these people right here so the, me being a rapper right here ain't really helping me because the more i try to shit on my people right here the more they're gonna think oh, okay he think he this and it's gonna bring me like the type of response I don't want. So I was just like, okay. And I was already getting that just because I was playing, making music and other people want to be on the level that I am. And you feel me? And they thinking I'm supposed to be doing some shit for them, but they ain't even know it. It's kind of hard to hold together what I was doing at the time, you know? And it was like, I didn't add nothing. Like, and mm -hmm. I was doing this shit and uh, got to a point where I'm like, okay, um, I ain't tripping off that shit. And um, now I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not tripping off what nobody really thinks. So did you sign around that time or did you sign more recently? No, I just signed uh, about 
uh, two months ago, like with APG, right? And Eli and Mike Karen, right? So uh, I did that. Uh, I basically had, I basically had everybody in the, damn. <laughs> I basically had everybody in the game, like every label, trying to offer me a deal, but it was. Was like, it mostly just because of self esteem? You put that out, and that just became this thing that everybody started paying attention to. Yeah, because it was like this thing, like okay, because I know, like bro, my whole plan was from. October 2022 uh I was like okay from this point on I'm going to I'm going to do shit that's only going to make me look like my value is up you mm-hmm. know I'm going to do shit now cuz I'm getting to the point where okay he had project buildings made a song that it put me in people's ears like okay this him but now okay I got to change my image up and I got to be clean and professional with my business, so I changed my whole image. And now I'm to the point where uh, I can uh, see this shit. And it was 2019. I remember uh, I was. It was 2019, and I first dropped that song. And bro, I remember the response I was getting. It was a response from LA only. And then like I'll go other places, and they wouldn't know my song, and they'd be like, "Damn!" Like so, I started get to the per- per- point where like motherfucker didn't know my song i'm not finna tell you who i am mm. and i'm not i'm gonna live like that and i'm gonna get it to the point where now okay when i come back you gonna tell me you know who i am like if i see you again like cause i always be like i live like i'm gonna prove i'll improve myself like i could do it so i i will always focus and i ain't never really like uh uh, uh got caught up in the extra shit and and all that so for the most part for me when i when i did that and I transitioned. I was thinking to the point. I remember sitting in my girl house one time. I have shit, bro. I got kicked out of my mama house because I fought my uh her boyfriend, shit like that. And so my whole family like stopped fucking with me and shit like that. Like and it was crazy. So I was like over there and uh I was just chilling. I'm mean, like, man, I got all these niggas hating up on me that that I didn't. I, I, like, if an ain't ask me to just do something for him, like, I just do it, like, out of the kindness around my heart, because that's what I am. And I'm going to uplift somebody if I if I feel like you're worthy of it, you know? I'm not just doing extra shit, but I'm like, damn, all this shit happened. I said, okay, I'm not going to make no more music for niggas. <laughs> I'm not going to make no more music for dudes, bro. I'm going to make music for girls, because I said, I watched an interview with Tupac, and he said, uh, uh, the moment he start rapping about girls, that's when his music changed his life. And as soon as I start rapping about girls and uplifting them, man, my life started changing. My song did went viral on every platform that you could think of. And I was like, Project Buildings didn't do that because all dudes and shit was listening to that. <laughs> they, they they ain't buying my music in the projects, right? You know, so I had to think from okay, a marketing standpoint too. Now I gotta get smart. Like, okay, now I gotta get strategic. I gotta build a mini machine behind me. So I started going crazy on SoundCloud. And I'm like, okay, once I break these fucking songs on SoundCloud, then I'm gonna put them out on Apple Music. And then that's when them motherfuckers gonna go viral. And I kept doing that consistently to where, okay, my numbers start growing over time because I'm building fans over time. I'm looking at my SoundCloud like, okay, the more fans I get, if I get 10,000 followers on my, on my SoundCloud and I could get a fan, each fan to stream my my song a thousand times, like that's a million streams. Right. That uh, it's around there. I know for sure because I I was like I be doing my numbers. I be looking at all this shit. Like, 
But I've been looking at it from a market standpoint now because I know, like, okay, I knew people I could get in L.A. heard all day, Tommy the Clown, all of them. I get everybody to put my shit in the streets to where people going to actually hear it. And I was doing that all that time. But I'm like, man, the world is not seeing me yet. But how many songs did you put out between Project Buildings and, and Self-Esteem? Like, were you dropping, like, consistently or are you dropping sporadically when you really believed in the song? Uh, 2019, I dropped uh, Oh My God Project. But 2020, uh, I dropped, like, about... Uh, I dropped about three or four projects, but uh, three projects in that year. But like they had a lot of songs on them. Like probably dropped between self esteem and project building. I probably dropped over a hundred songs. Like and I got uh, over a thousand songs recorded. So then, how did self esteem start going up like that? Self esteem started going up like that because I would promote it every day, and I would go, pro- I would go put myself on on shows like. People still, I could, cause I get, st- I can still get booked from project buildings. So instead of sometimes me performing project buildings, I tell them, let me perform this song, and you can pay me half of the money. And some people will do it, and some people will be like, no, and I'll be like, all right, just throw me on here with these artists. I'll do it for free. And instead of me performing project buildings, I just go everywhere from January of 2020 of 2022. I'll go everywhere and perform that fucking song and just perform that song. So you think it was just you pushing the fuck out of it? Do you think it would have done that if you hadn't promoted it so much? No, it it wouldn't have did that because I remember at one time, like, it it would go by, like, a couple months. Like, I was like, okay, uh, it would do a couple, like, every week it would do 10,000 streams. And I'm like, okay, this motherfucker gonna hit a 10K. So I had a couple, after a couple weeks, I'm like, it hit a 10K. But I remember uh, I didn't have a beat yet. I didn't buy the beat yet, and I tried to like monetize it on SoundCloud. Mm. And when I when I did that, somebody already had used the beat in uh, somewhere else a long time ago, and uh, I fucking uh, did that, and they took the song down, and it had a hundred k. But I posted the fucking song back up, and it hit a hundred k within a fucking month again. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to go. So I start doing like little interviews and little podcasts just to put post on my Instagram, just to show them like I'm doing little different shit. Like I'm basically like rolling my song out myself. Right. Like uh, I I even went on like a live stream with Caffeine uh, with Tommy Clown live stream performance two times. We had over a million people on there, and I was just performing that song in Project Buildings. And bro, like over time, by time summer came, by time summer came, all the girls knew the song. So I would go to all the parties in the IE. I stayed in the IE because I'm like, I already got L.A. Mm-hmm. I know I got L.A. So I'll go to the IE and I'll be on all these shows and shit with R3 and S5 and all them because that's all they they was blowing up this summer. That's just dope to hear about somebody making a record go viral like off just working it like that because yeah. a lot of times now it feels like everybody wants to have a TikTok or they... I don't know. Like, did, did you see that Kanye documentary on Netflix uh, yeah, a few months that. back? Yeah, I watched it. That was one thing that stood out to me. Is like, damn, he would just have these songs that he would just be yeah. working on Maybe and old. memorize it, rap it for people, just push it over and over and over. And that was like very inspiring. Yeah, and you want to know? Uh, people probably looked over that Netflix uh, interview, but bro, me, I read books and shit like that. So my whole thinking is kind of different. I looked at that as a a lot of artists nowadays, they don't look at the game how it was played back then when right. they was out. But all the labels is doing 
is the shit that they was doing for you, but you just think something different happening. Right. But it's the same fucking shit, but it's just on a different, it's a different time and it's a different way that it's happening. So they not realizing it's the same formula. If you, you're a rapper, you're a rapper. Right? It's the same shit, bro. But a lot of people don't look at it like that and not look at it like that. Like I study all that shit because I feel like even though that was a different time, that all that shit is important, you mm -hmm. know? All right, shit. So I, I always looked at it like, okay, I'm not going to just uh, uh, cut the legs off my songs. I, if I feel really strong about a song, I'm going to push that shit to the fucking moon. What was it about that song that you felt strongly about, though? Was it just the numbers you saw coming in, or was it something that you just felt? I remember walking around the room making that song, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I was going through something with my girl, and I was like, okay, I'm thinking from perspective of, I'm trying to really think from perspective of, what girls be really thinking of, of 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 dudes like so i'm thinking like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna come from a perspective so i remember writing this song being like yeah it is for me but when i was listening to that fucking beat bro i ain't gonna lie to you that's the thing about me see that's why my songs be all vibes because i'm not really just getting a beat any beat and trying to make it a song a hit song the beat gotta be a hit to me before I even get on it, like I'm listening to the beat, the beat telling me what the fuck to say when I'm listening to it, like mm. it's speaking to me. So that fucking beat was just like at the time, I'm like, I'm trying to build myself back up. And I'm like, every time that bitch hit, it just made me feel like power. Like she like hit it. That's why I'm like, she like hit it for me. She like, whoa. Cause it was like, I'm a put ass in the air. Like I'm doing all that shit because like, bro, if you, if you where we come from, bro. The only reason why they probably kind of try to compare me and Greedo, because I, to be honest, bro, I don't really hear people tell, tell me that I sound like Greedo, but then I know some people that do tell me, like, okay, you must have been inspired from Greedo because he made it over there first. Mm. And I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I used to listen to some of Greedo's songs, but that was my main thing. I'm like, I'm trying to be sound different, and that's why I, I sound different than everybody from out the project because... I don't want Greedo not to like me, like, because I'm trying to sound like him, because mm -hmm. that's a, making the rapper not like you. They ain't going to fuck with you. That's, like, the number one way you're not going to stand out either is yeah. just to, like, take the other hot rapper from your area and just sound like Bro, him. Yeah. I, and then one time I remember my grandpa told me, like, you can't never create success in another man's footstep. Like, right. you, you can't, bro. Like, his success ain't going to be the same as yours, bro. It might not, it ain't even going to come the same way that his came. So I try not to make my experience, what I seen from Greedo or, you know, what he was doing and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'm finna see what I'm finna do, you know? And that's what I, I, I mainly did. So I was, I was listening to beats and stuff, bro. And, uh, that, that, that beat was like really a hit from me. And it was like, man, uh, so all my beats I'm picking, like, like particularly, like they gotta be hit. Cause it's going to make me dance and shit. And I like to dance. So I'm thinking from a consumer standpoint too. You feel me? Not just thinking like one of those artists that's just uh head up they ass about they fucking music and nobody else like that shit and you the only person liking it, you know? Mm -hmm. I have songs to where I'm like, ain't nobody gonna like this shit. You feel me? Cause I'm real. Like I ain't even one of these rappers that's just like, oh, trying to fake it like I'm a rapper. Cause I think that's the number one thing that fuck it up for the good rappers. 
it's a lot of motherfuckers trying to portray that they rappers, but they don't really even love music, bro, mm. or singing. Well, they whatever. want the end result. They want yeah. like the fancy lifestyle yeah. and the girls and That's shit. But ultimately, yeah, it's it, if, if the the people who succeed are usually the people yeah. who really have something to say. Exactly, they don't want to sing in the studio, just loving it for hours and hours and hours and just doing it like, oh, okay, I'm going here. I'm trying to make me some hits. I'm mm. gonna go back in the car, listen to these motherfuckers. Like, that's how I be, like, because to the point where it's like, bro, I know I could be at the top, but I just got to make myself better now. Like, I can't be wanting people to think I'm better. I'm going to be better, and you going to know, like, okay, even if you tell me no before, I'm going to come back, and then you're going to be like, what's up? Shake your hand. Right. Pushing, because I already know what's up. Like, and that's the thing about it. Like, bro, uh, okay, Greedo had his sound, and I'm like, I got my sound. So now I'm paving the way for my own sound, and I ain't really trying to do the shit that Greedo did. And it's like, Greedo is Greedo. There could be, never be a, another Greedo. I'm Lambo Four, and I pay attention to the shit that make me special. And that's why I feel like I do get successful because I'm showing the world something new. You know, we got shit in us that if we do it, some people be like, what the fuck? But if you really keep doing it and perfect it over time people are like damn that's tight mm. like and i learned that about myself to where i had high self-esteem to the point where i could do some shit and just no matter what nobody motherfucking say it's not gonna dictate it or deteriorate me from it you know i'm gonna stick with it that's why uh after i left from my, the labels and shit in new york and shit uh at the project building started to go like this and then didn't have that same they didn't talk to me no more bro I could have stopped doing music. I could have just walked away and started doing other shit, painting projects, threw away my life. But no, nah, bro, I kept working because this is where I wanted to be, you know? What's working like for you, though? Is it just being in the studio, like, just recording over and over? Or is it, like, refining uh, a couple of songs over and over? Like, what's your work ethic like, your work pro your workflow? Okay, so, like, I got, like, a process to where, like, when I wake up in the morning, like, I'll listen to beats at night. And when I wake up in the morning... Whatever beats I remember in my brain and it's making me want to like re sing them, I'll do those beats mm. and I'll write to them. And then uh, whenever I got studio sessions, I go 12 hour blocks and I'll go up in there. Sometimes I might, over the time, like I might not go to the studio for two days, but those other three days I might go and you no, know, those the other three days out of the week, no. So I might not go two days and all the rest of the days I'm gonna go five days. Then I'm gonna go up in there and write all the songs I'll be writing, and then throughout my day, and I'm just writing little hooks and shit like that. And all I do is gotta write a hook, bro. And I go off the hook, and I just build the song and everything else around it with my ad libs. Make and I'm using my voice as an instrument with my ad libs and shit like that. So I really, really be big with that with my style. So that be that be my whole process. Like I I make the songs, I make the hooks, I make a whole bunch of hooks, bro and won't have verses for them and go to the studio. And I know as long as I got them hooks, the rest of the song gonna come out as a hit. Right. So I'm just making these hooks a hit. As long as I got this hook a hit, I know I can make a verse because I'm gonna write this beat and it don't matter what the fuck I really talk about, you know? But I'm gonna make it make sense to my hook. But I'm for the most part, I make music about fun shit and making people feel good or some like some fly shit or something like that making people feel like okay they can win with the girl now like or some machine it ain't the same experience if you moving how i'm talking in mm. like that and it's just, so that's why i really be on with my music and shit like that because 
I know, bro, like, as long as I be me, bro, I'll be all right because I'm, I'm special in my own ways, bro. You look at somebody like Blast as an inspiration coming out of L.A. right now? Uh, like. Because he's kind of doing like a combination singer-rapper yeah, type singer, thing rapper that shit. is pretty unique and people really go crazy for it. I feel like, uh, okay, I, I never really try to take nothing for people, but like when I really think about inspirations, I think about like Meek Mill and uh, 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 Nipsey Hussle, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, people like that, like and Big and Michael Jackson's and uh, all these type of different people. Like, But like I feel like, for Blast to be in his situation, he has his own sound and it's unique for him and he winning. So like I fuck with that and he coming out of the West Coast. So I I I I, I got big ups to him, but I really don't be looking at like people like that's like really like in the same age group and shit like that. Like it's my category. But I look at them like I like y'all music and stuff. We both artists and we come from the same place and we winning right now. It's mm. our time. Like right. I look at it like that. Like I ain't a hater. Like I never hate on people but I try not to uh I try not to really be too big on uh listening to other people's music and stuff like that. Cause I be listening to my music all the time. Mm. Cause I'm trying to work and create new sounds like, you know, and and, and a new like New ways and stuff you consider like yourself more a singer or a rapper. Uh, I I consider myself more of a singer, mm. but I could rap like a motherfucker because I started off rapping. But I always knew I wanted to be a singer, but I would never do it because I felt like I couldn't make it. it takes more confidence, I think, yeah. to be a singer. It's more vulnerability. Yeah, so I had to really like. I ain't had to lie to you. I had to break my ego all the way down to where like, okay, man, I'm gonna be myself. Who I'm really, really deep down inside when I when I'm at home and who I am, you know? And I'm going to put that out there and I'm going to be real clear cut on it because I feel like, bro, they already know that I'm from L.A. and I come from the project and stuff. But now I do music and stuff. I don't hang in the projects and stuff. I don't even, like, I show love. I show love, but I I, I know that is that's not an experience that I want to create mm-hmm. for myself over and over. And it's I feel like that's what my dad meant by don't be like me. So now I got the chance to not be like him. I'm going to take it and because... I ain't never been put on no hood or nothing like that. I lived over there, so mm. I never had to prove myself to nobody or do nothing like that. So I ain't never had to really carry no shoulder on, weight on my shoulder. Like, I got to just ride for the hood because I knew everybody over here from when we was a kid. So I'm not pushing with that, oh, I got something to prove mentality. <clears throat> you know, I'm out here like my mom was always on some shit to where, like, I can live. I could be more than just from where we was at because... I used to listen to Lil Boosie and them and shit like that, and I used to look at them when they was making it and stuff like that, and they'd be like, man, like, they they trying to inspire where they coming from, but then it'd be like, it's the Lil Boosie went to jail, and I'm like, damn. That was used to be one of my favorite artists when I was little, and I'm like, damn, he went to jail, and I remember. I'm like, damn, what Webb he gonna do? That's what I was thinking <laughs> in my head, because they was rapping together. Yeah. And, uh, so... That 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 when I was thinking about that, I'm like, damn, I see that shit, and I'll be like, oh man, I I I I I gotta kind of be my, I gotta kind of really do what I want to do, you know? Cause I remember one time, like somebody had told me, it's better to wake up doing something that you love to do every day than something that you hate to do every day. That's what my parents used to say to me all the time. Yeah, and I ain't even understand at the time, but now I understand it because. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. A lot of times I used to hang in the project, bro. I used to feel miserable, bro. I used to be miserable, bro, bro. Uh, uh, I like 
And I'll put myself in situations to where I don't even got to put me in, you know? Mm. And they'd be like, man, I should be showing people that they can make it and not have to do this. Like, How did the Choppa remix come about? Uh, shit, I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, uh, that shit came up when Self-Esteem blew up, like, mm-hmm. and he reached out like he wanted to get oh, he reached remix. out. Yeah, he reached out. That's like, dope. I ain't shit. He did that. They did that off the street. Him and ESTG. They mm-hmm. did it. Shit, Lil Baby reached out to me. He about to send his feature back on, re- on Self-Esteem Remix. What yeah. the fuck? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. like Damn, it's, we did the same video at the right time. So, yeah, so it's like, they did that off the strength because they like they see that I'm pushing and they they understand like I'm focused like. But did you meet Chopper when he has been over to your, to the the neighborhood over there? Because uh, he did a video with Block Boy over there, right? Yeah, he did. He did two videos over there. Uh, right. Uh, shoot, I would see Chopper and all that, like, but I was be at a time to where like my mom was in so much own music and that's why I said I had to leave the projects and not hang out over there no more because even if I tried to hang over there and still do this, bro. I'm be talking about all that shit, bro. So guess what? I'm be in that shit again. So mm. it was like, bro, I had to start thinking like, okay, I got to get myself, I got to get my mind right so I can make it from over here. So well, for the most part, when I see Chop over there, my mind wouldn't really be on music and it should have been. And I still go to the studio, but I wasn't progressing how I was supposed to at the time because I wasn't focused in it. So when I see Chopper, I just play the background, you know, because I'd be like, uh, if if it was my turn to shine, I wouldn't have to go and tell him who I am. Mm. Like so, I'm just like. Then you you had the song and you just reached out. Yeah, so beautiful I'm thing. Like, Cause I'm like, yeah, and you see, I thought like that, and it happened exactly where I thought, and I trusted. I just had to push forward with my my what I was going with, and be real about it. Cause uh, like, as long as I don't, I ain't talking stuff to nobody and none, or expecting nobody to do nothing for me, you know. I don't do songs with nobody in L.A. <laughs> I do songs by myself because I'm like, I can get a hit by myself. Mm. I don't need nobody else to make a hit. I I know how what to do. I know how to push it. I know how to roll it out. I know how to, okay, stick with it. I'm If I got a hit, I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to keep going. I got a lot more songs that now I got this sound, mm. I'm going to take over because, man, I know what's going on now. Like, And that's why I feel like, um, and then how I carry myself, I feel like that's why people reach out and they don't care about really doing it off the strand like that because they know they're not going to regret it. Like, mm. Are you planning on a project soon or something? Uh, you, like, or I you got, keep doing singles? I'm going to do some singles. I'm going to do a couple more singles, and then I'm going to hit them with a project. I'm going to hit them with a project. But I want to do a couple more singles because... I, I I still want I'm I'm just want to snap myself in in the game now like that I'm starting to get recognition and stuff like that because I know that the the position I'm in right now I can skyrocket all the way to the top it's just how I uphold myself like mm. and keep moving and manage myself and and market myself and just how I move overall and generally you know and so that's why I'm really on because I know that my music is already on up there you know. I just got to bring myself where the music is at. And that's mm. what I'm more so focused on that mission to do right now. Because I know I can make hit songs, bro. But I just want to know that uh, over time that I can grow as an artist. You, you know? confident with the label and the machine that you got around you now? Yeah, I'm confident. Uh, Eli, for sure, I'm confident with Eli. Now, I know Eli and Mike Karen going to ball out with me. <laughs> and then, you know, you want to know something? Eli and Mike Karen really believe in me because you got to know. Mike Karen don't come go to people's video shoots. Mike Karen come to my video shoots, bro. 
Mm. Like, because he, he know that I'm excited and he know that I'm I'm running and they want to run with me. And I don't gotta, they don't got to tell me to be perfect. They don't got to tell me to make TikToks. They don't got to tell me to do certain shit because I'm waking up every day like, okay, I got a responsibility. To How's do your me. TikTok doing? My TikTok? Oh, I got a couple million views on my TikTok. Mm, like, nice. And it's about, my shit probably almost at half a million. It's just Lambo 4 on there? Yep, just Lambo 4. And I'm, a, I'm a big TikTok guy now. Yeah, so I've been, I've been on TikTok. I've just been marketing my song on TikTok, like. Cause I'm not really like I never really been a TikToker to just make TikToks for other people's songs and st- other people's sounds and stuff like that. Right. I never was on TikTok for that. But for now promotion. That, yeah, but it's for for my st- songs and stuff. I'm gonna get on there and promote my songs every Definitely. day because I'm doing something I love to do. So why not? It's gonna get me in a better position, and that's why I push forward. Like I don't I don't mind going out and doing the groundwork to get where I need to go because I know if I have a hustle, I keep the same hustle mentality of what I do with everything in my life. I know if I continue to push myself in the right direction and I align myself with my goals, I'm going to get them. And that take me back to where I was reading books and stuff like that, like mm. Think and Grow Rich and Seven Keys to Success and stuff like that. It's telling me how to turn this shit off and turn it on at the right time to where... You definitely got one of the best heads on your shoulders of like young rappers I interviewed in recent memory. Yeah, for real, bro, because I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I come from this shit, so it's like I never really care about glorifying it, bro, because it's like if I glorify this shit, now I might have to kill somebody virally, and <laughs> I'm going to go to jail for the rest of my life. Right. So I don't want to be in jail, bro. I don't want to be no thug. I don't want to be no goon. I don't want to be from nobody hood, like, or just push no hood, like, banging on nobody or nobody. See, bro, a lot of these dudes nowadays, bro, they only do that to make themselves feel how they think they should feel in their head, bro. And mm. a lot of times that shit get them in situations. Why you think when people go to prison after they did the shit, they say, man, bro, like my life changed. Like I ain't known that no more. Like, or they try to tell somebody, no, don't never go to prison. It's because, bro, for a long time, they was living from where other people was thinking of them, you know, mm. instead of just going out here and creating something and being something in the world. And just being proud of who you are, you know? Because I know, I put it like this. If a lot of game bangers push with the mentality of, oh, okay, even though I'm over here, I'm game banging stuff, I'm about to still go push and make something out of my life. I feel like a lot of hoods won't, wouldn't be poor. It wouldn't be poor places like that no more. But uh, it's a lot of people that, uh, like that, 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 that they get caught up in so much stuff. It's like a lifestyle spin of, Okay, I can't even think to go be on nothing else no more. Because mm. I didn't did all this shit, and I got to really think like this every day. And I've I been in that space before to where, like, I was in a project for two summers, like, with project buildings. And it was just like, bro, I was just like, man, I'm damn near, like, doing shit that I, I told myself I wasn't going to be doing. Like, you know, just hanging out and shit like that, like. You know, becoming a possible target, you know? Mm. You know, just putting myself in places to where, like, if I, I know, like, at the time, if I would have been doing different shit with Project Buildings, I probably could have made Project Buildings blow up. Cause I, but I didn't fully understand my situation. So I was feeling like I, I needed to be over there to blow up, mm. you know? But to be honest, bro, me being over there didn't help me blow up. It really made my music, me, it made me go fall back off. And then I had to understand, okay, man, it's not about that. It's about me and what I do and where I'm at and how I'm presenting myself. And that's why I went back to the IE and I moved back. My I went back out there with my mama 
and I stayed out there and I was doing music with everybody out there and doing shows and shit out there. I'll come back out here and do shows once in a while. But mostly I just stay out there, bro, because it was just like, I'm really about to change my life. I'm going to focus up. Like, I remember, like, bro, uh, I slept in the car for a whole year, like, just to be able to stack up my money to make sure this was a good year for myself. Damn, really? Yeah, like, bro, I took that sacrifice, and that was the biggest sacrifice I ever took because I had to take that. I was still sleeping in front of my people's house, but I was sleeping in my car so I wouldn't have to pay them rent because mm. I knew that I'm not trying to get stuck in a life loop, bro. I'm young as fuck. I know my parents didn't give me a chance to become something big, but I know that I can still if I'm thinking right. And I was like, uh, I got a chance to really do something different. Like, it's just like going to school and making all A's and shit, like doing what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. to get where you're supposed to go. And I think of it like that now. I got another chance to do that. So even though my mom and them didn't understand, I remember my mom telling me, like, man, you 24 now. You can't just keep trying to do this. You got a son. Like, you can't just be rapping like and ain't nothing happening and i'm like man i'm finna make it by next year because i knew that i just had to do some shit to align myself to make me break through that 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 that, that barrier i was under like, your mom proud of you right now yeah my mom proud of me like because mm. she know i finally got what i always wanted so and it's like she know i really love music and stuff like that and it's, it's like you gotta know for me coming out of my family it's really rare like that I, I've, I've made it because for a long time, like I remember like my family used to always be like, like living in fear, you know? Mm. They'd be like, oh no, you shouldn't go do that cause you gonna this. You shouldn't do that cause no, I don't think you should do that. So a lot of my peers and people that I look up to, I, I never really got to, I never really seen them really live their life and really go experience stuff like, I'm pretty, my, I got aunties that's 40 something that probably never been out of California. Mm. And probably ain't even really thinking to leave California or go see the world, like you know, because it's just that it was so stuck in that mind frame to where like everybody got to stick together in the family and we got to do everything that's gonna help out here, you know. Definitely. And so like even like when I was growing up with my mom, like it'd be times where like I had to help out with shit that I wouldn't even really use and do and shit like that. Like I ain't watch TV and shit. I'm outside. And I had to go to work and spend my money on shit like this and do pay my rent with my mom and shit and do shit like that. And it'd be like, what I really want to do, I could never really do it because I was always helping my mom. Mm -hmm. and it was putting me behind. Like, I could never save. I could never get ahead. So I was like, start creating a mindset like, this how life supposed to be because I wasn't here yet. I didn't know this was possible. So, well, you're here now. Yeah. And, I mean, I got a lot of belief in you. That this is, this is going to be... Yeah. This is gonna be big, and I'm loving the record. So, okay, definitely. Uh, what what should everybody hit if they want to keep up on your stuff? I feel like TikTok, it, Instagram, uh, it, Instagram, Lambo Spotify, Fo, Apple Music, all that. Yeah, all that at Lambo Fo, L A M B O number four O E. It's all the same thing. And uh, like I got a lot of other music on there too. Like if y'all want to listen to it, and, and I was glad like when that. I found out it was Faux and not. 4-O-E. 4-O-E. I thought hard. you were, like, really into Old English for a second. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hey, Alexa, say that when I, I tell her, Lambo 4, playing Lambo 4-O-E. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, cool. I ain't tripping. You're going to be hearing a lot of that for the rest of your career. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I, but I noticed, like, a lot of people, like, they, they, they get confused with that, and they just call me Lambo. 
Yeah, well, that's like, simple too. And a lot of people don't even know where my my name came from. A lot of people always ask me on my live, so I'm about to tell them. Okay. My, yeah. my name came from Lambo because my son, I'm a tourist. My zodiac sign, I'm a tourist. So the Lambo car is a bull. It has a bull. So I was like, okay, it's a bull. Lambo. I made Lambo. Okay, number four, my birthday, the fourth month. So Lambo four. Mm. And I made it like out of my birthday. Like I was, I said, oh, I'm gonna be real creative. Cause I said, I remember, I'm like, this nigga got a name called Lil Uzi Vert. I'm like, <laughs> any name hard. could work, yeah. Lil Uzi. I'm like, when I first, I am damn, that's the bitch that I want. <laughs> I remember when I first came out, bro. I'm like, and he had that first mixtape, and the girl, actually, they came on, she was like, Uzi, are you up yet? It said something like that. I'm like, this nigga hard. <laughs> I was, I was fucking with that shit, but yeah, uh, that's why I really created my name like that. I was like, oh, I'm gonna be unique about my career because I remember at a point in time where I'm like, okay, I'm finna start. This is a foundation. I'm like, man, I got a long way to go, mm. but I'm finna start and start doing it the right way. And that's why I just always drop music. I would never post freestyles and shit on mm. my page and shit because I didn't want to be labeled as a freestyle artist because right. I feel like people that freestyle and shit on. Uh, on Instagram and shit all day. Puts you in a box. It puts you in a box because when you get on the beat, you sound like you freestyling on Instagram and people mm. don't want to ride to that, bro. People want to really listen to a song that got substance and make them feel like, like you got some songs that you might drive the car and drive fast. You got some songs to where when you th listen to them, you think about your girl or something like that. It'd be different little shit, but I, that's why I never put myself in a box. Like, for the most part, I remember when I first came out with my allies, I'd be like, I have a lot of uh, oohs and ahs in the background, but I was, like, first starting with it, so I didn't have it perfected. And a lot of people be like, he's screaming in the background, but it was just like, it was getting people's attention, and I was in, an, I wasn't stuck in a box, you know? It was a lot, because there's a lot of artists over there that didn't make it after Greed, though, you know? Right. That came out of Watts, bro. There's a lot of artists that still rapping to this day, bro. And they probably not never gonna really make it big, bro. And it's because they can't overthink that part of it. Well, it's your time now, man. Yeah, so now I'm paving the way. That's why I'm speaking on it. Cause I feel like artists, I feel like artists, artists portray an inch to where like they trying to be the dopest, you know, in mm. a sense, in a mind frame. Like if you really do music and you in it, you understand. Like some people really think of it from a competition standpoint to where it's like, okay. I'm a, I ain't gonna say I'm hating on this person, but when I see him do that, I gotta go do it or do it bigger. Right. Because, you know, and that's how they be thinking. And I'm like, damn, okay. A lot of artists think from that standpoint, I'm gonna be different with my shit and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna let artists know that you can't make it. But You're you, killing them, man. You can make it from nothing, too, because, bro, I didn't have nothing. Do you know, I never spent a dime of marketing on self esteem, bro. Mm. I just broke it off my SoundCloud, bro, and, and kept. Resume I mean, it. it's good to see that that still still works yeah, after that, all these years. That yeah, because I ain't even gonna lie to you. I follow the same like method that Lil Pump was making. If you notice, my songs be like damn near two minutes or less, bro. Mm. And I kill a song in that matter of time because I'm trying to make you play it over and over and over and over and over again. But I'm not afraid to say that because I know I can go make a two verse song and make it long and still make it. A real song, you know? 100%. I, yeah, so I ain't really scared to do that. I believe, man. Lambo Fo, appreciate you, man. Everybody yeah, yeah. tap in. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, etc. Like, comment, and subscribe. Appreciate West you, dog. Side. Like, Ice Cube.